listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm bo- joined by... Audrey. And our very special guest... Kane. Hey, Kane. Yay, I'm so hey. excited. We're First doing... Very happy to be here. Part part two of one one part episode. There nothing <laughs> no, nothing bad happened to the first recording. Everything is behind the curtain. So we, we we're gonna ask a uh, uh, Kane a question here. Uh, Kane, what is your background with comics? I bet you didn't see this question coming, but ah uh, no, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I actually went and destroyed the original audio just so I could answer this correctly. <laughs> This time around, uh, my background in comics is I have been an avid reader of them since the high school days. I actually went to the statewide comic conventions with my oldest sister, lovely oldest sister, who got me into the comics mm-hmm. um, since probably junior, senior year. It used to be a yearly thing died down when she moved away but now i have a long box full of deadpool deadpool comics just sitting about before i whisper enough to switch to digital because yeah. that's much easier on my back <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the only thing with digital is i wish it was formatted a little bit better for it but yeah sometimes the uh the format for the comics doesn't really work with a small screen but I, I don't know. I, I think there's value to having printed copies and there's value to having digital. Yeah. I like it both. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I didn't ask you this last time. Uh, thoughts on the movies slash the TV shows that have come out thus far? Oh, God. Well, with them, they can be pretty hit or miss with me. Um, have you seen I'm gonna be honest. 100% of them? I have not. Uh, I'm really bad at when it comes to TV shows. I am notorious for saying that I'll watch them and then just looking up a Wikipedia article on the series once it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I know, I know how WandaVision ends. Mm. I just haven't actually sat down to watch it yet. You haven't ridden the um, ride. You haven't taken the journey. Yeah. But you know where it goes. I I know that there's a loop over there and there's a dip over there. I just, you know, don't need the motion sickness myself. There you go. <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Yet. But um for the most part I enjoy them. Um I love a lot of especially the like Thor and Guardian of the Galaxy ones, the costume design, the character yes. design. I'm a sucker for stuff like that. So, like this series, WandaVision, you think I'd be more into it because of all the different costume and character designs? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of a downer. There's a lot of depression well, and like PTSD stuff. So, yeah. And it's not always like it's not fun the whole time. Um, like I, I could see where that one would be harder to start. And we don't have a Tom Hiddleston to carry it. Mm. I so. mean, okay, the guy who plays Vision, whose name I definitely learned at one point, can't could not <laughs> tell you what it is right now. Um, he's good. Yeah, and like he's he's pretty. He's not Tom Hiddleston pretty yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> I I prefer uh, a flavor like I prefer the Tom Hiddleston flavor of man. Uh, just visually, <laughs> fair <laughs> over fair. the vision. Also, he's red half the time, so it's kind of like, yeah. That's well, yeah, or until he's like bleach white. All right, so let's let's jump into Loki episode four. Uh, we start off with a young Sylvie, uh, being abducted by the TVA. Um, we go through a little montage of Sylvie being uh like scanned into the TVA, like her like a uh, transcript of everything she said is much smaller and she's getting scanned to be a robot and going to trial just like we saw with Loki but Sylvie kicks Renslayer and steals Renslayer's temp pad mm-hmm. and then disappears yeah one thing i liked during this part was um the stack of things that she's everything she's ever said it's really really small yeah it's itty bitty <laughs> yeah 
compared to Loki, yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to the present day. Uh, Renslayer is on her, on her way to go meet the Timekeepers. Uh, they, th- I think they look pretty dope, but who knows. But uh, as soon as Renslayer gets out, Mobius starts asking questions about uh, like solving what's happening and trying to figure out what's going on. And this is also where we find out uh, that Renslayer tells uh, Mobius that C-20 is dead. Uh, that C-20 kind of went mental slash lost her mind mm-hmm. with all of Sylvie's enchantment magic and everything like that. And Mobius is confused by this because C-20 seemed all right when they last saw her. So. Mm-hmm. So immediately suspicious, which I mean, it's pretty obvious to the, the audience what's going yeah. on here. Yeah, she's clearly dodging his questions. Yeah, she's very good at deflecting. She's great. She that's why she's the manager. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Always got that customer service face on. Right. <laughs> so we then cut to Sylvie and Loki. Uh, they're on the dying planet Lamentus One. And they're just kind of hanging out. Uh, Sylvie and Loki are sitting on some rocks. And Sylvie opens up a little bit about when she was younger, how she was taken, and how she's kind of been on the run forever. Like, every single place that Sylvie went, a new Nexus event started so that she had to essentially jump from apocalypse to apocalypse. So, she, I like the line that she said that she grew up, like, on with people dying all around her, like on dying planets. And now she'll also die there. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing that was kind of mentioned in some of the Easter eggs I saw was that Lamentus one is on the outskirts of the Cree system. Like it's closer to Cree and that's kind of like yeah, where, where it is generally. So like we do see that stark um, capitalist structure there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Always fun. Gross. So that, <laughs> So we also get the line uh, about Loki's sometimes loose, like even painfully so slow. Well, sometimes loose, even painfully so, but they always survive. Uh, and then they ha- they hold hands. And mm-hmm. back at the TVA, a giant Nexus event starts taking place. Like it, it jumps almost straight to redlining right away. Uh, so then the TVA shows up and they arrest them. So fun little factoid. Um, yeah. In that scene, uh, the gentleman that announces the. And I'm going to reiterate this because of time warps. The gentleman that announces the whole, hey, there's a uh, time thing with the big bushy mustache. Yeah. Is actually the same gentleman from the very beginning in Sylvie's childhood, the guy screaming in the little detention center thing. Same actor, and I guess that's to kind of represent about how a lot of the variants that were taken in are kind of just war like all their things are washed away and they're this is they're put to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good Mind idea to catch that. Wonder. <laughs> Wipe their mind and now you're a cog in our fascist system. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect fascist soldier. I love it. Guy, wonder if like, if it's only a select few they pick or if like everyone has a chance, like at least one of each person gets a chance to work there. I wonder. Yeah, cause... so I don't I don't know, but one thing I did notice is that like there's no alien species in the TVA. No, really. yeah. Or if they are alien, they still look human. Yeah. Um or, Which I, yeah. I always thought was interesting, especially since right. like we know they can go to Cree worlds, they go to Asgard, that sort of stuff. So like I guess Loki is not human, but Right. Like why don't we see any um alien variants being integrated in yeah. why no no blue people. There's you know, blue people. No, like, like a scroll, uh, yeah. you know, Cree, any of them. We don't see anything other than human lookalikes, which is yeah. interesting. And I guess if you're put into the uh, TVA system, it makes sense to them because they were supposedly created by the, you know, the timekeepers. So, of course, they would be all the same. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're on the inside, it would make sense. Mm-hmm. But, but this yeah. is cult logic. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, it has to make <laughs> it has to make like TVA uh, excursions onto alien planets harder. 
I guess. Unless they only care about Earth. But obviously that can't be no, true. No, I don't think they... Because they go everywhere. They see a lot... Like when they flash through all those Lokis, they show different weird versions of Loki that involve uh, creature forms. Yeah. You know? I don't know. And yeah. like when you watch the little banner moving, it shows a bunch of different like planets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We like get a bunch. Where yeah. being blown up. Yeah, we get tons of them, especially like when all those the uh, Nexus events started taking place after Sylvie like nuked the the timeline. Mm-hmm. Like it's all sorts of alien planets and stuff. So yeah, so we know that they go in Oklahoma. So Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a a scene with Mobius and Loki. Uh, Mobius is kind of sort of interrogating Loki, and they're they're talking back and forth, and Loki's talking about. Um, like essentially pleading and Mobius is like, all right, tell me one more lie. And then Loki's just like, you know, you're all, ti- you're all variants. And well, then- he drops, no, before they put him in the time prison, he drops that line. Um, the TVA is lying to you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Get in your prison cell. Scum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. He doesn't call mm-hmm. him out as variants yet. You're, no, you're it's, it, it's when he pulls him back out. Yeah. But Loki is thrown into a bad memory time loop uh, with Sif who keeps slapping Neen and then punching him after he had cut off her hair. Karen, or sorry, I'm sorry. Kane, do you remember the TV show that Sif, ac- Sif's actor used to be in? Was it Kyle XY? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, I used to watch that back in the day. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, <laughs> I, I was trying to think of it the other day and I could not remember. And I was like, oh, Kane will know. I feel like Kyle XY was a mutual interest. What happened to that show? Anyway. Uh, it wasn't great. <laughs> no, so it was it got bad. Shut down. <laughs> I love my tub boy, That's though. Cute, but uh, the loops continue. Uh, Loki figures out pretty quickly, like, what's happening. But we do... F- um, I-, I didn't notice it the first time. But apparently the audio little- levels, every single loop increase, showing, like, the increase in Loki's physical and emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Because... The hits hit. Yeah, the hits hit harder every yeah. single time, uh, and we we keep going through that. So then, and it's really sad because every time, even in the best case scenario, when he like pleads and apologizes and doesn't get any physical damage, Sif, uh, you know, memory Sif still goes out of her way to remind Loki, you are alone. You are pathetic and alone and you will always be alone after he just had this big moment where for once in his life, he was not alone. He made yeah. a connection. Yeah, he finally had a connection. Yeah. And his punishment was to have that connection just like ripped from his hands and beaten out of him, which I wonder if that's like why they chose that specific memory rather rather than like all the other torture this poor guy has yeah. gone through. Yeah, because they they could have chosen, you know, Hulk smashing him like a like a broom against the floor. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's a, I guess it, yeah that that would be a good one as well. I was just thinking this is this is one where there's a direct result of one of his actions, like him being a trickster, specifically caused mm-hmm. him to have both physical and emotional pain, mm-hmm. like Hulk is a lot of physical pain but mm-hmm. not necessarily emotional pain like yeah the the stakes were high but like it might have hurt his pride yeah that's um, true. but yeah no it it seemed like a good choice yeah yeah oh and i don't know uh that's not a a scene that they've mentioned in other movies is it where he cut off her hair i don't believe so um, no so that is a reference directly to the norse mythology where loki cuts off uh Sif's hair almost to where she's completely bald and in mythology Sif had uh, long golden hair so he cut it all off and then the dwarves helped make her a wig that would be gold but then Loki played a trick on the wig so when she put it on all the hair turns black yeah. but uh, Thor thought she was hot anyway and Thor's <laughs> so like, hey. they were like yes <laughs> sign me up uh, next we cut to Mobius Speaking with Renslayer, and he's like, "Hey, let me let me talk to uh, Sylvie to try to figure out what's going on." And Renslayer completely shuts him down. Um, it's just like, "No, this is not not your thing." 
So then after Renslayer completely shuts him down, uh, Mobius goes back and talks with Loki um, and asks what Loki meant by, like, the TVA was lying. Because uh, Mobius, in his conversation with Renslayer, like, was asking a bunch of questions about everything, like what happened to C20 and all of that stuff. And it just... Dodge, dodge, dodge. Yeah, it was a lot of dodging. So it, it just didn't add Ev- up. Evasive maneuvers. Yeah. So when Mobius goes and talks to Loki, um, Loki makes up a whole story about him and Sylvie meeting uh, in the past and how like Sylvie is essentially just a cog in his plan. He's, th- he's trying to protect her the way that he knows how. That's lying. <laughs> and uh, Painting himself the villain. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> My sweet baby. <laughs> But when Mobius mentions that Sylvie was pruned, uh, Loki, like, visibly gets upset and, like, he, he completely loses his entire facade and, like, breaks breaks character, essentially. Yeah. And he's finally showing some emotions, of uh, like, actual emotions. And then Mobius figures out that they kind of fell for each other slash themselves mm-hmm. and kind of throws a few jabs at uh, Loki about that. But... Yeah, but not a whole fan of that whole they aspect. Yeah, right. They haven't confessed, though. You know, in the kind of traditional, like you know, confessing your love. Well, I mean, they tried, um, but but we don't know the nature of the emotions. We don't know if it's familial. Maybe it's friendship. Maybe it's just I mean, like connecting yeah. to somebody who really truly understands what it's like to be them. Yeah. Uh, so, so it might not in, be romantic, but I read in a Gizmodo article that the head writer Michael Waldron uh, said in a quote, "You know, we went back and forth for a little bit about like, what do we really want? Like, do we really want this guy to fall self love? Uh, do we really want to have this guy fall in love with another version of himself?" But in a series that, to me, is ultimately about self-love, self-reflection, and forgiving yourself, it just felt like right that Loki, that that would be Loki's first real love story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I could. The, yeah. Yeah. The first real love story is what kind of has me on uncomfortable edge. Yeah. 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 I mean, so. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was an interview that happened recently mm. where one of the Marvel execs essentially said that they would be adding more like alphabet mafia things, LGBTQ mm. stuff in there, but it, it it's going to take time. Ugh, why? Why? Why not so, just do it now? It, there's no <laughs> reason. Because they're anyway. incredibly incompetent. Like yeah. they said that they were going to give us gender fluid Loki, which would be incredibly easy to do. And you know what they've given us so far is gender-bent alternate universe Loki. Yeah. Current Loki has not shifted into female at all. Or a horse. Sylvia was not born male Loki. Sylvia yeah. was yeah. always, she was the goddess of mischief. mischief. Yeah. They, they've like very... You, oh, sorry, go ahead. It would have been one thing if Sylvia's big thing was Sylvia was born masculine loki and then decided to stay feminine loki and like deciding to stay feminine is what made them be a variant sure but no but no so far it it seems like it's i've always been this and you know right well like i I, it could have been a cool story beat like being born more masculine and then transitioning into feminine and then like staying in feminine because like the female Loki wanted to be part of the Valkyrie, which is traditionally an all female group because that's she's playing with Valkyrie toys and Mm -hmm. like fighting a dragon when the TVA shows up to take Sylvie. Like that could have been a cool story beat. And then Mm -hmm. you would have seen like, all right, like maybe the TVA doesn't like that shift from like Mm -hmm. masculine to female that would have felt a little bad, but it would kind of fall in line with the, the kind of fascist nature that, the TVA is giving off, but true. Um, if they had made that very, like, if they made, if that is the case, or like, you know, maybe that's something that they imagined behind the scenes but didn't want to write in because yeah. it would very clearly cast the TVA in an evil light because they'd be, you know, being shitty to 
LGBT people in their in their show. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I and there is something to be said where you can be genderqueer and not display, um, traditionally feminine. Like like the way you display your uh, gender can vary from day to day. Yeah. Like you don't you're not required yeah. to present any certain way just uh with how you choose to identify i just want to make that clear yeah yeah um, oh for sure absolutely but, but when you're citing representation make that shit seeable yeah. <laughs> like don't don't, don't hint at fluid and then just other, give us binary yeah, otherwise we're just back in the headcanon tumblr days like i think this person could be trans if you <laughs> squint and wink one eye yeah well, and I, I mentioned it previously, too. I didn't like that the F- Sylvie was essentially just, uh, like, the, the villain version of Loki and female. Yeah, yeah. Like, the villain of the... Uh, obviously, that has shifted so much in the show that Sylvie's not the main antagonist anymore. But, no, yeah. But, like, that's how it was presented to start with, and that mm-hmm. felt bad to me. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, we'll just... We'll have to see where it keeps going. Yeah. Okay. We'll move on here so we don't keep yelling about this. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I will yell at Marvel all day. Yes, let's As do it. As we should. Uh, if you guys are curious about that, go check out our Twitter. I, I reposted it, <laughs> telling them to do better. Um, not that they're going to listen to me, but I did. So after Loki makes up the story and all of that, that's when Loki yells that everyone that works for the TVA is a variant after like he's very frustrated. Um, the entire time they do really good work with the lights in the background with Mobius, like Mm -hmm. the lights are shifting in the background and like, you can kind of tell the mood based on how the lights are moving and stuff like that. And then when Loki tells him the information that like the truth, like he's shed in a light and then he, you see him lean forward out of the light and then kind of shuts it all down and throws Loki back in the cell. And then Mm -hmm. you see all the lights in the background shift away from Mobius and Mm -hmm. everything like that too. So like. Very cool imagery on that. Very good cinnamon topography. <laughs> so, we also get the kind of side plot slash becomes main plot slash uh, Deus Ex Machina with C-15 ha- starting to have doubts with the whole TVA thing. And C-15. B-15. Or, uh, yeah, sorry, Ooh. B-15. I have it. Yeah, it was C-20, B-15. You're correct. I have it wrong in my notes. Uh, B-15 looks at the a very Howard Stark-looking poster on the wall, which honestly could have been Howard Stark, now that I think about it, because if they're yeah. just taking, you know, random people oh. from different <laughs> different times, that could have been Howard Stark, now that yeah. I think about it. Maybe they're just using his face. Yeah, They maybe. borrowed him. <laughs> <laughs> but she goes to see Sylvie, uh, and B-15 takes Sylvie to Roxcart. Oh, um... It was at that point in the show that I remembered, oh, yeah, B-15 was uh, possessed, too. She probably (laughs) remembers some memories. Yeah, right, right. Because for a second, I was like, why does B-15 care? What? (laughs) But uh, B-15 is having a lot of doubts with everything that's going on and, like, really confused with the visions that she saw and kind of asks Sylvie to show her more. And... The whole thing is kind of touching, and the the, the actress uh, that's playing oh, B fifteen so does a fantastic job, like oh. really expressing all the emotion and everything like that after seeing the vision, and you can kind of see the pain on Sylvie's face too, like yeah. like I know what they've done to you, kind of thing, yeah. and you know B fifteen like I looked happy, yeah. like that that whole thing. And there is a nice little musical Easter egg. Um, some of the underlying melodies. Uh, one is the Wakandan theme. Yeah. Um, and I think. One is the Avengers scene, but I would have to look that up one more time. Yeah, but I, but, I do yeah. know the Wakanda theme was in there, mm-hmm. so which is very cool. Which yeah. I confirmed be... B15 <laughs> is uh, Black Panther. <laughs> Femme. Uh, <laughs> Femme T'Challa. Yep. Uh, but we get a, another scene between Renslayer and Mobius uh, and they're they're closing the case they're they're having a drink they're signing all the paperwork off time to celebrate kind of thing they got Sylvie's sword time to display that all of that stuff and Mobius is you know keeps prodding at it and keeps asking questions like doesn't feel like this case is actually closed and Renslayer continues to deflect the entire time doing a very good job on it but it's very obvious to Mobius that 
Renslayer is deflecting. Asks some more questions about C20, that sort of thing. Asks about why he couldn't go see Sylvie. And, you know, Renslayer's like, I'm trying to protect you kind of thing. So it, it, it is what it is. But when Renslayer goes up to put the the sword up on the wall. She's talking about how the timekeepers personally want to oversee the pruning of Sylvie and Loki and then want Mobius there. Yeah. Why, why did they want to anyway? No, yeah. No, I don't keep going. Keep going. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, why did they want to see it? Like, I don't know. Um, Cause anyway, they're a threat. I guess. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure. But after Renslayer gives like a nice little speech about everything, Mobius switches their temp pads. Um, and, then Mobius kind of excuses himself, like, uh, having too many drinks, like, I'll see you at the, the pruning, etc. Mobius checks the, the files that come off that temp pad and see that C20 um, was totally lucid. and she was lucid up to the end. Lucid oh, up boy. to the end. Uh, like, I was so mad. Like, obviously saying stuff that isn't good for the TVA, but wasn't, like, incapacitated in any way, really. And Renslayer was personally there like interviewing C20 and Mobius is like, all right, Loki was, you know, telling the truth, but we do get uh, a couple mentions throughout the show that this uh, event, Nexus event between Loki and Sylvie could potentially take the TV TVA down, which I thought was kind of weird. I, yeah, I didn't. Unless, unless their love is so strong that it just creates a multiverse, which. But like love is not mad. I don't know. I guess maybe <laughs> love is magic. I don't know. Maybe instead of in this one, it's love is magic, not friendship is magic. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure. But uh, Mobius goes back to talk to Loki, and Loki is you know being like starts talking really fast. Mobius shuts him down. It's like, hey, no, shut up. You, you weren't <laughs> lying, and he seems to be kind of like breaking him out. Uh, that kind of the vibe that we get mm-hmm. pulls him out of his time loop, and Renslayer is waiting. Why for them. doesn't he take the neck thing off? Is what I was wondering at the time like he's about to free him he's in a room he could easily remove it that way he has an able body to help him yeah and she was like nah we're gonna keep pretending i guess like i'm not even gonna give you your own remote so that you can be free like when you first escaped yeah see like yeah that would make the most sense i could understand keeping the collar on for appearance sakes while trying to break him out but yeah, give him give him the remote. So because Loki was able to cause a lot of havoc the last time he got a, his hands on the remote. So is the remote just the temp pad, or is it a separate? It was a, it was like a clicker. That's what I thought, but then it seemed like Renslayer could use her temp pad. I, I'm sure the temp pads have that functionality as well. Okay, but I don't know. Well, it also is confusing because it seems like you can override the temp pad version of it as well. As yeah, yeah, because that's what pointed out. In a hot sack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, Mobius and Renslayer go back and forth. And Mobius very quickly realizes, like, you know, he's been caught and this is the end. He got got. Uh, but earlier in their conversation, Renslayer asked, like, if he could go anywhere, anytime, where would he go? And he finally responds here saying that uh, he would, like, go to his real life, like, to his previous life. You know, maybe be riding a, a jet ski, you know. <laughs> He says jet ski about 12 times. Get this man a jet ski. Get this man a jet ski. And Renslayer uh, like has him pruned. Uh, and it's very sad. It's so sad. Ugh. Like, I when we were watching the episode, like, my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, Michael, no. <laughs> he not, was my favorite. Not the Mobius. Other than Loki. <laughs> <laughs> but... After Mobius gets pruned, um, they start taking Loki towards the Timekeepers, and Renslayer goes to get Sylvie and sees that Sylvie is wet, and that's when they find out that B-15 had been in there with Sylvie, and Renslayer's like, B-15's been compromised as well. So the, the two Lokis, Loki and Sylvie, meet up right outside of the, the, the elevator, and we get a nice little, like, are you okay? And, like, yeah. a, a nod, which was, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, they're uh, being led to the timekeepers by their armed guards, and they share, like, a little, mm, yeah. kind of empathy moment. Yeah. Uh, on the elevator, uh, Sylvie asks Renslayer, like, what was my next event to get me taken, slash, taken to the TVA? And Renslayer's like, don't remember, which is very... <sighs> Thanos like like the I don't even know who you are like <laughs> just 
And the little smirk that she does. Yeah, the so insignificant that I didn't even bother to remember. Which I think she probably knows. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like 100% she knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's just being a cunt. Yeah. Wait, can we say... (laughs) We say fuck, but I was about to (laughs) be like, can we say cunt on this podcast? Yeah, I don't see why not. (laughs) It's our podcast. I have the explicit tag on. Oh, good, good, good. (laughs) Nice. Sometimes there are limits. Are there? Anyway uh <laughs> what if <laughs> so the the first thing that's very obviously like noticeable uh obviously noticeable good words mike uh is that the timekeepers talk very goofy uh we got a lorax talking one over there just like blah, 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 blah. but i ver- hated it so much yes it was mm-hmm. impossible to understand without yes. subtitles mm-hmm. yes yes it, it, without the subtitles i would have had no idea what they were saying yeah uh so like fuck anybody with an audio processing issue yeah <laughs> there's just so much distortion and like weirdness and i i, I, mean, I'm o- I'm I don't curious. really get why like was i think it's because they're alien what was lizard. the effect for uh it honestly that's the thing is like we find out very quickly that they're robots so like only to make it obvious that they're robots but the like the uh, the the people in the show don't realize that they're robots until the heads cut off. So it's not like it even tips them off, like that they they're talking funny that they're robots. We didn't get a reaction from Renslayer though, did we? Uh, she she hasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we I don't know. We don't really know what they think. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, we we don't yeah. know what how Renslayer feels about the yeah. robot timekeepers. Like, we yeah. don't. I, I I would say I don't know based on what I saw, like whether she knows or not. Yeah. I I get the feeling that she does just based off of like the meeting that she had earlier that maybe just maybe Renslayer knows that, that at least these are puppets mm-hmm. like may, maybe they're you know working as a walkie-talkie or something like that she might not know that the timekeepers aren't real or that someone else is behind the timekeepers kind of thing but mm-hmm. I think Renslayer at least knows that the timekeepers aren't here. Maybe. I don't know. Renslayer seemed pretty freaked out that Sylvie made it all the way to the elevator, too. Oh, sure. So. Yeah. I, I don't well, know, though. She, she probably has had, like, a lot of meetings with them as well. Yes. Because she went from being just, like, a regular Minuteman that let a variant escape, like, she would be a hundred percent blamed if it were yes. any other kind of bastard business practice mm-hmm. to being like one of the highest positions of power. Mm-hmm. So like she had to basically be living in that office space. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And I, maybe she was just worried about Sylvie getting in there because like if Sylvie did, you know, do what she was uh, literally going to do. If she revealed that they were robots yeah. to everyone else before, yeah. Yeah. then her position of power would be meaningless. Exactly. Yeah. She might, maybe she was afraid that she was going to rip down the Emerald Curtain. Yeah. It is very Wizard of oh, Oz. Oh, it's very Wizard yeah. of Oz. Yeah. I mean, people will protect the illusion of power even if it's not real. So I do that every day at my job. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the timekeepers uh, tell, the, tell the people to prune the two Lokis. Um, and right as that they say that uh, B fifteen bussin like a badass, uh, badass fifteen. That's we what love- the B stands <laughs> that for. That is, that is. What um, <laughs> and throws Sylvie her her sword, mm-hmm. and we get a fight. Uh, oh, and and takes the collar. This off. is, yeah. This is also when we establish that even though, um, Renslayer has a remote, B fifteen has an equally powerful, if not more powerful, remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because want... she's able to override Renslayers. Yeah. It it does make me curious as to how it works because, like, I would assume that like the collars could be transferred between temp pads. Like, oh, you're you're transferring the the custody of these prisoners over to a new temp pad or something like that. You know what it's like? What's it's that? it's like garage door openers. She just had the original garage door oh, she just had the original? So you could use another one, but, like, if you keep <laughs> clicking the button, like, the other one's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, It the... would be in line with all the, like, weird 70s tech that yeah, they've got. that's true. They're just garage door openers. <laughs> 
but the a, a fight ensues. Uh, B15 has taken down very, very quickly, uh, mm-hmm. almost immediately, which I was kind of sad about. I wanted to see B15 at least punch one person. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay, because the Lokis kill a bunch of people and fight off a bunch of guards. And mm-hmm. eventually it gets down to Loki versus two guards and Sylvie versus Renslayer. And they they fight back and forth. Loki's kind of holding his own, but being backed up the entire time. Sylvie gets bested slightly and then is able to get the upper hand and knock out Renslayer or perceivably knock out Renslayer, Mm -hmm. punches Renslayer in the face. Yeah, she goes down. Goes down, yeah. And then Loki is able to finish off his two guards and then Sylvie talks to the timekeeper. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you're right. Nope, I skipped ahead. Oh, and (laughs) Sylvie talks to the timekeepers briefly and then throws her sword and cuts off the middle one's head. And... We see the sparks and everything like that from the head as it rolls down the stairs. Uh, so we instantly know. But Sylvie seems to not notice that part, at least. She, um, I, I think she's just trying to take it all. Like, she doesn't understand what she's seeing. Yeah. Though she, like, looks closer. She's like, mindless androids. Yeah. And uh, the Boy, other... It also is probably confusing because the other two are just instantly laughing at yeah. her beheading the middle big boss. I did yeah. love that. Yeah, I like I the... immediately start laughing and then power down like some fucked up Chuck E. Cheese dolls. Oh, beautiful. I love. You know, I love a good weird Friday Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, uh... oh, oh, I was gonna try uh, mindless androids. <laughs> She's British. She is British. Mindless androids, eh? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but Sylvia had picked up a uh, another one of the prune sticks and was going to use it as a, a spear. Loki stops her because they have, they've powered down. And they talk for a second, like, you know, what do we do now? Like He's like, I gotta express I gotta my exp- emotions. This uh, is the most important thing right now. Yeah, so he, he wants to express his uh, emotions and we get a heavy, like, I love you vibe coming. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, like, I have feelings for you. It, it was leading up to a confession. It was leading up to a confession because he's like, oh, I'm new at this. I'm, I'm not good at this kind of thing. It's the first time. <laughs> I, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Kane yeah. is, uh, has bowed their head in uh, contemplative silence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just... Go ahead. I just... I don't know. Remember the term squick? It squicks us out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, so... I mean, if we're going based off mythology and stuff, he's had relationships before, and he's had... Very fond feelings of because he's he loved his mother dearly. Yeah, and that that was shown in the first episode. So, like, obviously, that's an emotion that he's had, and therefore, that emotion can't be tied. It the more you try and narrow down what he could potentially be feeling, the worse I feel about everything. (laughs) Yeah. It, it 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 gave off very heavy romantic vibes to me. Yeah, like it did. It, I and I, I'm I'm so torn on it because I don't like if it was like an emotional journey of like being able to yeah love yourself and express yourself and find that inner peace. Like you aren't typically romantically attracted to yourself. No. Some people maybe. Um, we usually call them I mean, psychopaths, he, but nah, nah, that'd be narcissist for sure. And he does call himself a narcissist and everyone else calls him a narcissist. Um, I, it, it doesn't feel like self love or self healing though, yeah. because she's an external entity and he does not know, like they get closer, but she, he can't get into her mindset until they spend more time together. Yeah. Kenny. Hey, kitty cat. I love Kenny. Kenny's so cute. Um, Special guest. Special guest. Kitty cat. But, yeah, it it, it (laughs) feels weird because it is external. They are very different people, Mm -hmm. too. That's the thing. Is like, if if you would think it to be almost an exact mirror or something like that if it was supposed to be an expression of Mm self-love. But, like, they are so... There's a lot of similarities, but they're also very different. They have Mm -hmm. very different backgrounds and very different upbringings and... 
like one's super nihilistic and one's very you know mischievous and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it it kind of it i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> it's it still feels like these people should be family members rather yeah. than love interests yeah like yeah. yeah if it was like a brother sister love or like something yeah. like that that would have been i i could get 100 percent behind just that. platonic connection yeah you know yeah i hope they lean a little more platonic but we'll We'll yeah, there's see. only two episodes we'll left, so see. and we haven't watched episode five yet. Yeah, even though it's out. So. I'm I'm gonna do that when this call ends. <laughs> but uh, as he's just about to express uh, his pers- conceivably his his love feelings for Sylvie, uh, we see a glow from his chest, and he gets pruned by uh, Renslayer. Uh, Once again, I went <gasps> Michael, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and uh sylvie disarms renslayer once again renslayer uh thinks she's about to be pruned and is like do it like om- like has resigned herself to it, it almost seems eager yeah she's it. taunting for sure uh, but sylvie says nah you're gonna tell me everything um we get some some po- some credits uh the the music and the credits has changed mm, uh, a lot of the mm-hmm. pictures have changed we do get like a young sylvie picture this time now mm-hmm. uh lo- lots of different like subtle differences throughout the the credits that all of the t- marvel tv shows have been good with the credits on mm-hmm. that sort of stuff and then we get a mid-credit scene as well uh tom hiddleston uh loki wakes up uh on some rubble and asks, is this hell but with a single l so we're talking north norse mythology hell mm-hmm. And we we hear an off-screen voice saying, I know. Not yet. Not yet, or something <laughs> along those lines. If you don't get up, uh, it will be. But And we we cut to four Lokis. Uh, four Locos? Four, four Locos, uh, but known as four Lokis. And we get uh, classic Loki, boastful Loki, kid Loki, and Crocoloki. And... That's where it ends. I love it. That's all. That's all we get. Yeah, <laughs> so we, we happy. <laughs> yeah. Best mid roll scene ever. Yes, so that was good. fantastic mid roll. I the, absolutely loved it. The relief. Uh, it was real. Uh, we do see the Avengers Tower in the background, and you can see that it has that second platform for the Quinjet. So we know it's uh, at least the 2015 tower. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably a different, you know, alternate version from some other alternate timeline. Yeah. Because I know, I know some people thought this could have been New York if, say, Tony Stark hadn't, like, stopped the nuke or if Loki had been successful. But I, eh. I don't think that's the case. I think, um, I think it's a dump planet. I think it's a dump planet yeah. as well, which uh, leads me to the Lokis. Do we think they're keeping them alive so they don't rein- reincarnate? <laughs> I mean, it seemed like the most logical thing for me. Uh, yeah, but, could be. Yeah, because the, the Lokis, you don't want to kill them. Because they'll just keep coming back. Mm. So instead of killing them, you just dump them on a planet where they can't get out. I'm going to trap you forever. Yeah. Uh, and since uh, the person that we thought was going to be Kang is not Kang, he's classic Loki. Oh, yeah. That was, was the rumor going around. Yeah, that was the rumor for the longest yeah. time. Uh, we, we, we get a fun little Easter egg for episode five. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. So... You got something, Kane? Well, I am. I don't necessarily think the dump planet is just a dump planet in general for the Lokis to like avoid the respawning. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it would be very difficult to set it so that pruning had like one specific, of like affected one specific individual this one specific way. Yeah. Yeah, no. And at the same time, it'd be, like, such a pain to, you know, have it be... You'd just have to have it be where everyone gets dumped on the dump planet instead. Yeah. Unless when you and get pruned, kind of... you go to your own specific planet based off of who you are. Eh. So Mobius goes to a Mobius planet. Maybe. I, I, that seems hard, too, but I... I, I think it's a, it's a trash timeline and nothing there matters like it's a it's a weird uh like it's just a garbage disposal i i from what i saw from that clip i would think just everything gets dumped there when they reset timelines all that stuff gets dumped there i could see that that makes sense because like it almost sounds like a purgatory of sorts based Mm -hmm. off classic loki saying you know 
you will be in hell if you don't get moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- this is just the midway point to your afterlife. Mm-hmm. This is the, the holding bin. Yeah, the holding bin. So glad Kid Loki isn't dead dead. Yeah. Oh. Dead, dead. Yeah. I- I'm curious as to what they're going to do with Kid Loki, because Kid Loki is a very specific character in the comics. Yeah. So I- I'm curious to how true to character they're going to be with that. But I, I do find it interesting, too, because you have classic Loki, which is very, like, the quintessential bad guy. And then you have Bo- Boastful Loki, which is wielding, like, a form of Mjolnir. And then we also have Kid Loki, which is always kind of a, a more neutral entity. And then Crocodile Loki, which is an entity of pure chaos. Chaos! Um, <laughs> Can I get your opinion on something? Of course. In like, epi- I don't know if it was episode one or two, but probably episode one. Um, Mobius was in the like French cathedral. Yep. And there was the little boy that didn't have a name. Yep. That was, you know, in there, whatever. And I know at the time, a lot of people speculated that that was Kid Loki. Because in the comics, Kid Loki comes, like, is reincarnated as this tiny French boy before he meets Mm. Thor and gets his memories back. Mm. And then they burn that timeline. Mm. So do you think there are two versions of Kid Loki then? French Kid Loki and then... Jack Vale Kid Loki, American Kid Loki. Maybe that's why Sylvie gave Kid Loki the gum. She was like, ugh, you're just like me. Here's some gum, kid. I mean, that 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 does make a lot of sense, because the gum always seemed weird to me. Right? Isn't it a little weird? Like, especially since it is the way they track Sylvie down. Hmm. Like, that's not, so, like, a clue. So that that would make sense if that was Kid Loki, like... Sylvie accidentally comes across Kid Loki or is trying to recruit another Loki that is, you know, young and fresh or something like that. Eh, I don't know if she would recruit. But maybe she well, needed to, like, grab something there. Yeah, uh, well, that's the thing is, like, unless she was just co- kept popping up in places where the so the TVA would find her. Oh, but, like, yeah. the, the cathedral doesn't make sense to me. Like, the being in Oklahoma, sure, wide open area where you can get a good ambush in on them. But the cathedral seems like a weird location yeah, for her to pop ra- up randomly. Hiding those rafters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Very, so like Very I, nightcrawler to hide in rafters. That's true. That is yeah. true. Very nightcrawler. Yeah. But that, that's an interesting theory I hadn't considered. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Are um, the actors different or the same? Different. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm... I'm guess I'm actually just saying that blindly. I will I don't know. go well, and probably I don't know anything about Kid Loki <laughs> yeah. uh, at all. I, so, so I know the one that we're gonna see moving forward is actor Jack Veal. Um, Loki episode one. Uh, what do what do we think about Kang? Uh, I know we had I, issues Kang with Mephisto. Is, I, Kang is Mephisto. I don't believe. <laughs> I'll believe in a Kang when you show me a Kang. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing is like everyone thought Mephisto was going to be in Wandavision. I and I heard those theories and I was like, eh. Like there was a lot of hints towards Mephisto in Wandavision. Sure. It made a lot of sense. It did. And there's a lot of hints to Kang in this hmm. one. So, interesting. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. I'm just. I'm just here for the journey. <laughs> For those wondering, they are two different actors. The French boy, listed only as French boy, is Raphael Luc. That's, and that's uh, Kid Loki is Jack Veal. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um, I could see Kang actually being the villain only because isn't Kang going to act like is already Build as a future villain in the MCU. Yes. While uh, Mephisto is still, like, not labeled in the MCU yet, yeah. as of yet. Correct, yes. We do We do have Kang confirmed for the next Ant-Man movie. Um, and then we do have Doctor Strange, Kang which firmed. is the... Kang firm. Uh, <laughs> the multiverse of madness. Oh, yeah, yeah, And we... Sure. Yeah. So, like, we have two movies that are already pointing towards Kang. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, Kang is very heavily tied in with the TVA. He's got and time And Kang powers. and Renslayer have a relationship in the comics as well. A weird one. Because, um, like, uh, uh, Renslayer's 
number when she goes to take Sylvia's A23, which is a, a reference to Avengers 23, which is Renslayer's per- first appearance, mm-hmm. and which Kang confesses his love for Renslayer, and she shuts him down, and so he destroys her planet. Nice. Um, or tries to. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is how you always get a girl if you <laughs> out there in the universe are looking for dating advice. That's kill how I got my 10 girl. out of 10. Kill everyone she can knows. Can recommend. <laughs> right. Kill everyone she knows so you're the only literal living entity she has yeah. to spend time with. Exactly. exactly. That's why the TVA they... is built. He has to keep her occupied <laughs> so he can <laughs> creep around. Well, and if it is Kang too, it also makes sense because, like I said, Kang has a thing for Renslayer and her losing a... a a variant on during a trial and still being made a judge mm-hmm. like definitely <gasps> feels like favoritism. part like yeah some favoritism going on so i mean that's the romance i want to see <laughs> <laughs> creepy incel king <laughs> <laughs> yes i'll approve okay. of that over whatever this self-cessed bullshit is uh, yeah. uh, hey nothing wrong with masturbation <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> feels, uh, just call it what it is <laughs> I mean, if you were cloned in real life. I would punch me. (laughs) But that might speak more to my personality. Do do I get to raise me or is it just me right now? You, but you had a completely different life. Hmm. I'd probably hate me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. Do we have. I don't even like me now, so I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, no. Same. I like you. I don't like me. No, I'm just. Oh, man. Uh, I love Kang. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love Kane. (laughs) You love Kang. Kane firmed. Kane firmed. Um, do we have any other uh, theories or anything else that we wanted to talk about? Uh, oh, last time we talked about how each episode was a different Infinity oh, Stone. Yeah, we did talk about um, that. Um, yeah, so each episode so far has kind of its own. Uh, there, there are prominent colors that pop up throughout the episodes. The first one, I believe, was Mind. It was a lot of yellows, kind of those golden hues yeah which a lot of like finding out who you are and like finding out like a lot of stuff a lot of mind stone stuff oh, yeah a lot of like identity based um uh themes like yeah everything he's ever said ever yeah <laughs> um and then the second episode was a lot of reds and like like that kind of color which was is the reality stone um which sylvie kind of broke a lot of the realities a lot of jumping around that sort of stuff kind of Mm -hmm. figuring out what's real what's not real Mm -hmm. uh loki starting to question the tva more and all of that oh and trying to dig deeper into the uh mystery as well trying to find the reality yeah Uh, yeah and then the third one was a lot of purples and uh like the bisexual flag episode mm -hmm. as we we kept saying last episode purple and blues purples and blues uh and that one was Mm -hmm. uh the power stone Mm -hmm. which we see loki exhibit some immense amount of power when he stops that building and they're talking about powering up the temp pad and powering the arc and lots of power themes throughout Mm -hmm. the entire thing and then this one was a lot more um like Green, green, uh, no, not greens. Uh, Yellows. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, it was like orangey, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, there, we were theorizing that it was the soul stone. Because mm-hmm, he's finally... Like uh, doing some soul searching, of, yeah. love with himself, and the, the soul of the TVA, Mobius, finding out like wh- where he lies and mm-hmm. the, every, all of and, that like, stuff. And questioning their theologies and what they really believe yeah. uh, when confronted with the tr- with the truth yeah so we we still have the um time stone and mm-hmm. the space stone left which there's two more episodes so we got green and blue mm-hmm. don't know how those are going to tie in don't know if this is even a thing but yeah. i thought it was cool um yeah um you can just it, like the so when the first two episodes aired it was like i thought the yellow hues were just to kind of show you how dated the like i don't know it, it i thought it would meant to signify that the tva was atemporal so it would exist without a time yeah usually when you put a yellowy hue uh over a film it makes it either look old or dated or um you know just not realistic yeah so. but yeah. you know if it if it has more to do with like yeah there's six episodes there's six stones oh that's pretty cool yeah it's a fun theme yeah 
Um, I've, we saw that originally on TikTok. We looked it up last time who the person was. I believe it was like she underscore loves underscore Marvel or that, something along those lines. Yeah. It's very close to that. I'm sorry if that's wrong, but I thought it was a cool theory and I wanted to give credit. That is That is it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. Any other themes? Any other oh, ideas? Uh, do we want to do ratings? Yeah, let's yeah. do uh, let's do a thirst uh, a thirst trap rating. Let's do let's do a water bottle trap. Water bottles, yeah. yeah. Uh, out of ten, out of ten, uh, Kane, uh, you surprised us last time. You had ratings for everybody. Uh, wh- what do we got on some water okay. bottles here? Okay, Loki, the man, the myth, the legend. Eight out of ten. Major gender envy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Man, I want to be him. Sylvie. 7 out of 10. Very, very pretty and could break me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love yep. that in basically a, anyone. <laughs> Mobius. 4 out of 10. Would be higher ranking if I had daddy issues. Here's looking at you, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say... Uh... Yeah, Sylvie te- like would cuddle a hundred percent for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it would take a little bit, a little prickly on the. Here's the thing: once if you got a prickly person, but you're able to open them up, oh, so sweet, so sweet. <laughs> um, we also Let did get a, a an Owen Wilson how in this instead how? of a wow, how? no wows. Yeah, but... I I read somewhere that they confirmed he will not be saying wow yeah. in this series. No wows. Uh Avatar reference, we do have the timekeepers, ones they're they're kind of blue and they are and like uh, avatars. Oh, and, sure. Yeah. So no, they're not well, I guess they're kind yeah, of lizard people. But uh Avatar reference on that. So just gotta yeah. throw that in for good reference. Yeah. Uh, they have uh fake weird bodies. Yeah. And they're one of them's kinda blue. Yeah. Uh all right, I think that's all we got. Uh, coming mm-hmm. up here, we are gonna watch Black Widow tomorrow. Yeah. So that that's very exciting. I don't know if we're just gonna have one week with two episodes, or if we're gonna release Black mm-hmm. Widow after Loki. Or... We're gonna keep that in the chamber. We're gonna keep that in the chamber and probably release it when we're done with Loki because we might it. as well finish out. Yeah. Because next week series. is the end of Loki, so exactly expect Black Widow in about two weeks. Probably our, our review and recap of Black Widow. That's very exciting. Our mm-hmm. most current movie oh boy only movie that's come out since we started recording i love florence Pugh. oh yeah yeah. let's see how it is so yeah if you like what we do here uh oh we didn't rate the episode oh that's true yep good good call all right uh audrey what do we got for ratings on this episode Uh, i don't remember what i said last time Uh, you said a don't tell me i want to feel let her decide i want to be authentic in the moment the person I am right now today, in this moment, I would rate it, uh, I want to say 4.5. That's what you gave it last time. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds about right. We had a lot of uh, plot development that I liked. Uh, the cinematography was excellent. The score was excellent. Um, I liked the pacing. I liked um, uh, the devastation slash relief that they caused. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I just, I want more answers. That's, yeah, uh, that's fair. And that, yeah. that's good. An episode that keeps you wanting more. Mm-hmm. It's always good. How about you, Kane? What do you got? Um, much like last time, my score will be determined based off future episodes. Yeah. And I also have not seen episode five as of yet. So it's still determined based off future episodes. Um, do you want me to if... do spoilers? <laughs> no, don't Loki... do it. Look, I will watch it. Okay, I watched okay. the first half. I'll finish the series. If Loki and Sylvie kiss, this episode gets a three and a half. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a three, but I love kid Loki, so he gives them a half. Great. If they remain wholesome. <laughs> Platonic. If they keep this a good Christian Minecraft server, it'll be a four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no masturbating in my Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> I don't care if they're North God, North Gods. Right, yeah. Right. Christian Minecraft server. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to split the middle there with Kane, and I'm, I'm going to do a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did dock it a little bit because the romance vibes did throw me off between those two. I probably would have given it a 4.5. There's a lot of good plot development, good acting, a lot of... Uh, heartstrings being pulled throughout this episode like they 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 manipulated me well um 
which is surprising for a show that's only had four episodes. Like, they've done more plot development in four episodes, like, character development in four episodes than some shows do in seasons. Interesting. I was going to say, don't say it. I don't want to hear about that show. <laughs> we all know the show. We don't want to hear about it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I, would, I would go four. It will vary depending, because th- this is... this has the chance to be um uh empire strikes back mm. but it, it could be great depending on what happens but it could also be bad in the moment so we'll, it, we'll it see it can also be phantom menace yes it could <laughs> like... be phantom menace uh so <laughs> we'll see um yeah i think that's all we got yeah all right so if you like what we do here please uh review subscribe like whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, check out our Linktree link in our comments below. That has links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, our email, all sorts of stuff. So mm-hmm. check that out. If you want to get a hold of us, you can talk to me on Instagram mm-hmm. other than Jeff. Uh, <laughs> or if you talk to me on Twitter, you'll be the only other person other than Sabrina. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> so... Uh, hit us up on there. Otherwise, our Facebook group is fun. We have, we have a good time in there. Yeah, Lots of memes yeah. posted and stuff. Uh, but uh, for this week, I'm Mike. I'm Audrey. I'm Kane. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. <laughs>